Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome to another episode of Banter Over Whiskey. Uh, tonight, um, we're we're missing some soldiers again, so we're missing uh, Wes, we're missing Mick, and also John. Um, the guys are fairly busy um, with their day jobs or or night jobs, as it might be, um, and uh, couldn't get on. But you've still got uh, Vic, Adrian, and myself, Brad. So uh, tonight. Um, is another short one, just another banter. Um, so we're just going to go through and, and review a, a, a dram each, um, have a chat about it, um, and um, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, Vic, do you want to go first? Sure, why not? Why not? Tonight um, I am drinking some Jack Daniels, Sinatra Select. The poor man's Sinatra, if there is one. Um, 45% volume, ABV, so 90 proof in American um, proof standards. Mate, it is a banana pudding. The nose, it's delicious. It's typical Jack Daniels aromas. It's like a sorbet some kind of banana sorbet banana pudding with self sourcing caramel sauce delicious oh, wow. um has it got a couple of blue eyes in there as well or what <laughs> it's not uh it's not cheap look it's not it's not no single barrel nothing of that special stuff that comes out of a jack Daniels stable but you have to keep in mind this is an homage to the singer the sinatra so you buy it um for two things, the status, yeah, like myself right now, I'm drinking some Sinatra, select. And also as the, the packaging, it comes in a nice big box, you know, and you can put it on your shelf as a bottle itself. As you can see, it's a nice, voice that I can't see, boys and girls, but you guys can see it, you know. I don't know if you want to take a screenshot now and show it on the when we upload this, you know, it is Sinatra after all. <laughs> so you see my point. You buy it 90% yep. for, yep. for the name. Yeah, I mean, it is 90 proof. Jack Daniels, 45%, you know. So was he, was, it, uh, so was Sinatra a, a big bourbon drinker, a JD drinker? Yes, or? he was a very loyal, loyal um, <clears throat> Jack Daniels fan. I will actually quote, comes with a nice book. And I'll be very short, I promise, Brad. It says, the story goes, Frank was at the bar with entertainer Jackie Gleason. This was during the golden age of cocktails, conversations, and camaraderie. Like we have here, we're all comrades here. Well, banter. Actually, banter. So in 30, 40 years, it's changed to banter. Anyway, the two were talking late and long, pausing to savor a few words on women. Uh-oh, I haven't read this book before uh, it where's this going? Oh, 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 no. my, my fingers over the mute button okay, okay get ready get, get ready get ready it was a night for a serious whiskey taught sinatra <laughs> it was a night for serious whiskey taught sinatra and that's when jackie turned to frank and said have you ever tried jack daniels okay from that night forward and the next 50 years, Frank and Jack would be companions, fast companions, traveling the world. 
There was always a stash of Sinatra's favorite spirit in the hold of his private plane. Yeah, the private plane, wow. He kept his personal stock secreted away at home. So he must have had some special um, single barrels. Having Jack on hand in the 1950s was a neat trick. Those were the days when Jack Daniels was just being discovered and so was in short supply. It trickled drop by drop from the little distillery deep in Tennessee, in the Tennessee Hills, where it's still crafted today. But Sinatra, always in pursuit of the best life to offer, would not be denied to ensure his personal supply of Jack. Frank did what he did best, which is, turn the page, he made friends. <laughs> there you go. And that's uh, that's a quarter of the book. So if you guys want the rest, um, I suggest you go and buy the book yourself. I have a look at the video that I posted on my uh, Instagram page. Is it a, a readily awesome. available bottle, Vic? No. It's um, um, actually, fortunately, to make it fair, it's similar to the States. Um, the States you can get in some parts, Australia. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's it's very hard to get now because when I got these, I don't think there was any more bottles. I actually got this one from Nick's. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they've got any more or any left, but I remember, I remember that Dan Murphy's brought them in a few years ago and they've run out and they haven't brought any more. And there's another one, an upmarket one, which is over, this is 250, 250 bucks. So if you want to spend 250 bucks on, uh, 90 proof for 45% Jack Daniels, you know, divine the name, let's be honest. Um, it is a later bottle, but there is another two and a half thousand dollar bottle, which apparently Nola has one, and I will be making my trek there and try it. I don't know, I can't remember now what it's called. It's not select, it's something else, but it's still Sinatra. But it's uh, delicious. Is it, the, like it. is it the century? Jack yes, Daniels that is. Sinatra century? That's the one. Yeah, that's wow. the one. And then just, uh, that just, just looked it up, it. and it's um, that's like four grand that bottle. Four grand now, oh god, <laughs> I should have got a bottle when it was two and a half. You should have. Wow, anyone selling it? Any? Uh there's all I can see for that is um, on like eBay. So yeah, I think very hard to get now. Yeah. I mean, if you have a little bit of um. A little bit of cash on your wallet. It's a bit of a surplus. I guess by all means go for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a great trick. Look, man, I'll, I'll be honest. I tried it with Coke and ice too, just to see what it was like, you know, but a lot of people don't realize if you're in America or Europe listening to us, it's, it's a, it's part of the Australiana, you know, it's part of our, how can I say our heritage now? That are we, we drink Jack and Coke. A lot of the population has in the past. And uh, I mean, you've tried, Adrian. Yeah, you've tried, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, everyone mm. has. And the premix. So it's kind of you know, yeah. it's the only place we can buy premixes. Exactly. I was, right. I was, I was somewhere else now. I was, I was literally at a uh, uh, industry weekend in Tasmania with all of these uh, single malt distillers and stuff. Um, and we were literally playing pool and drinking, drinking Jack and Cokes. Like lemmies, all night. The lemmies, man. Yeah. There you go. So, Pretty you know, good. Yeah. We had, we had, had our fill of single malt, though, that day. So, you yeah. know. 
Basically. I'll be honest with you. It's probably the only whiskey that I'll mix with Coke and ice. Well, like like I say, you know, like for that sort of situation where you're having a game of pool in a in a bar or or um, you know playing darts or whatever, uh, a Jack and Coke, like it, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty good. Isn't Gav's it? done, Gav's done pretty good. I've tried single malt. I've tried rise. I've tried the American whiskeys, and nothing goes down with ice. Yeah. Well, and. and and it's one of those drinks that everybody, you know, can enjoy, isn't it? It's like it's not too heavy. It's um, you know, it, it's just a nice, nice drink. So yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. What's on your glass? Oh, who do you want it? Do you want me to go next, Adrian? I can go next. So I, oh, I um, can go. Man. I, I can go. Okay. If I want. It's all good. I'll quickly, quickly jump in while I can. Look, um. I was rummaging through my samples drawer just to find something special because um, well, it is the three of us. And um, I happened to come across a, a sample bottle that was given to me by my boss or work group leader a couple of years ago, just when uh, we were getting into the whiskies. And he I was a big fan of the Glenfiddich. So here is the Glenfiddich 26-year-old that he gave me a, a sample of. So I thought I'd crack it open tonight. Um, mate, as you can see, very light in colour which also reflects in the, in the nose. It's a very light, very, very floral nose to it for me. And um, not harsh, not, <clears throat> not um, uh, what's the word, intrusive or anything like that. It's just nice and simple. And uh, the, the taste, well, again, that's, um, again, it's very light. I'm getting toffee of all things and a bit of vanilla, which everyone gets vanilla. So that's just a staple, a staple uh, note. But um, no, man, that's really good. Um, uh, I don't know where he got it from. I don't know the strength. I don't know anything, so don't ask. And um, yeah, that's about it. That's, uh, look, Glenfiddich, hit and miss. I've had quite a few. Um, the Fire and Cane, <clears throat> excuse me. I've got the Fire and Cane actually from America as opposed to the one that was released here in Australia. That was very good. I enjoyed that. Not one that I'd mix with Coke, but I believe um, friends of the podcast have and they enjoyed it, but not me. I uh, had it all straight. Um, but now this 26-year-old, I don't know. Uh, Brad, I don't know if you've got access to your computer there or anything, but if you can grab it or if you've got any info what, on it, it'd be what, appreciated. What percentage, do you reckon, what percentage do you reckon it is? I don't reckon it's a Great. strong one. I'm guessing, I'm not cast. I'm, I'm guessing 48, 49 maybe. So the reason I ask is because there's there's a couple of different couple versions. Glenfiddich 26-year-olds. Mm -hmm. So there's um, a uh, just a straight Glenfiddich 26-year-old. Um, yep. Um, but then there's a, a Glenfiddich 26-year-old Grand Couron cognac cask. Um, oh, that won't be it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll be that one. No, it's pretty expensive. Um, no, like, it wouldn't be that one. Like That's the one the whiskey dollars. club sold, isn't it? Isn't that the one the whiskey club had last year? Well, that had on? well, I, I think so. Yeah, the Grand Cru. Oh, uh, no, yeah, but it wasn't a twenty-six-year-old. Oh, what the one? Grand Cru. This is no. This is Curon. Oh, Grand oh, okay. Curon cognac cast. Yeah, no, um, it wouldn't be that the, one. But going back to straight. 
that just a straight twenty six year olds like seven hundred dollars worth. So you know. Ooh. Can you can we difference. buy it in Australia? Is it available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddha. Yep. He's got it. Uh, seven hundred bucks worth. I'll be ringing him hey. tomorrow just to say thanks. Thanks again. Because I'm yep. pretty sure he wouldn't have paid that much. I reckon it'd be a good three Harvey years Nichols. ago. Yeah, there's a couple of couple of places. Maybe they're not making it anymore. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I I actually had a um, uh, down in Tassie. I had a hmm. what's his name? Um, the Glenfiddich guy. The Glenfiddich guy. Ross. Adrian. Ross. Ross Blaney. Ross Blaney. You, you, you were just talking about him. You were drinking Jack and Coke yeah, while playing darts and pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Come on, mate. Yeah. Where were you 10 minutes ago? Exactly. And yeah. he, he actually... I knew who uh, you were talking he, about. He, he was full on drinking the Jack and Cokes. Don't worry about that. But um, yeah, yeah. He, um, he pulled out a... Um, Sorry, Ross. He pulled out a Glenfiddich. <laughs> a Glenfiddich. And it was a grand something. Um, and I've got a feeling it might have been that cure on... And we... We all got a sample each of it, and it was phenomenal. So, oh, abs- okay. uh, but it was definitely a, a cognac cask. Um, so, um, I'm guessing that's what it was. I don't remember how old it was, though. That's the only thing. I've got a picture of it on the phone. But um, the, anyway, the, the just the straight 26 year old um, is 43. percent 43. Yeah, yeah that would have okay. that would have been a lot of angel share. That would have been a fair bit. So Yeah. Quite possibly. And then they needed and to then... get some to get around to everyone. So probably forty three would have been the limit to water it down because then it would have started losing a lot of um flavour. But like Adrian said, with mm. the colour, the colour was very light. So yeah. I'm not surprised. But in, like, that sort of reflects back to what um Matt Bailey was saying. Yeah, the the colour the colour doesn't reflect the flavour. The flavour doesn't reflect yeah. the colour, et cetera, et cetera. Right. For this one, I, I don't know. I just with Glenfiddich, I'm I'm used to the lighter sort of flavours, not the big, the big head bold, you know, heavy hitters that, that we normally get. So, yeah, pleasantly surprised and um, really impressed with this one actually. And knowing now that it's how much it was, well, yeah, maybe I should have hit him up for another one. <laughs> I will. I'll ring him up tomorrow. Ring him up tomorrow. Is, so, have you got any, any of that left? I finished it last night. Yeah, because no, no, no. I bought in some of the winter. Was it the winter storm that they bought out? Glenfiddich bought out a winter storm or something, and or was it yeah, the white yeah, bottle yeah. thrown? Sort of. Yeah, that was the white bottle. Yeah, I bought in one of those for Christmas. Oh, nice. I, I liked all the yeah. um, the XX. I like I like all their um when they were bringing out all those different uh, expressions. I liked them. I liked the firing cane a lot. A lot of people. I guess mm-hmm. that bottle was either love or hate i know a lot of people on instagram a lot of friends of the podcast they didn't like it but uh yeah, yeah. but um i um no, I, I actually yeah i actually saw someone post something and um i always try and, and post positive stuff about whiskeys if there's something i don't really like i just don't post anything and that's what i believe in and um i believe positiveness you know the world's got too much negativity as it is for fuck's sake you know, people want attention, so they start bagging it. All right, fair enough. Do whatever you want to do. You're going to be an asshole, but he won. But um, I love what uh, Whiskaholic did. He um, 
he posted that um he doesn't give score scores because he believes every whiskey deserves a home. And um, fair enough, because sooner or later you come across something that's not very thing. Which brings us to Brad. What's yeah. in your glass? What's in my glass? So, or shall we um, um, reveal our mystery guest that's been waiting on the sidelines, Brad? It's up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. So, we, on, um, bring the bring the guest on. We've got uh, young uh, Simon. Um, on the on the sidelines, he's uh, he's uh, been waiting patiently. Um, so um, Simon, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. So yeah, we're, welcome, we're, we're, we're just a, we're just going through a few we're just going through a few drams. So um, have you have you got one with you? I do. I haven't opened it yet. I was um, it's just a sample that I, I just received today. So it's what? A, so what it, is it? You better explain it to the listeners. Yeah, so it's um, Ewan Ellers. Uh, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. Um, it's a French single malt. Oh wow! Um, so it sort of grabbed my eye. So I thought it was something uh, that I would grab, and that's why I got it in a sample, sample size, something mm. to try. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's not my not my go-to. I'm, I'm usually super patriotic and, and all about the Australian whiskies. Um, but I haven't ever tried a, a French whiskey, so I thought I'd give yeah. that a crack. We haven't. That's all right, Simon. We, we, haven't, we haven't touched anything Australian tonight either, so it's all good. Yeah. Shame on you all. Yeah. Unless Brad's got one there. I don't know yet. Uh, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> so, um, but do, we, do you want to go through yours? Uh, give us, have a taste and let us know what you think, Simon. Yeah, uh, I haven't cracked it open. Haven't cracked it. Super Do you know cool. much about it at all, Simon? Apart no, from just being I, French, I really don't know. And there's nothing on the on the bottle, so I can't even tell you. It's it's highly peated. I could smell that straight off off the nose. Okay. How do you spell it? I'll I'll quickly Google it. <laughs> um, it's E. Oh, sorry, Y E U N. E L E Z. And then it's Jobic. J O B I C. Oh yes. Oh, Peter's single malt miniature. There you go. It looks it looks a little bit light from yeah. here, Simon. So yeah, what, what, tell us the color. Describe us the oh, color. Mate, it's a light. Very light oak. Like uh, very very. Uh, what, you know, the first thing that came to my mind as soon as I saw it was that it's very fresh, new. It has. It doesn't seem. I mean, and it doesn't say on the bottle. Um, for me, as soon as I say that, it doesn't look aged in the sense that it hasn't got the, co the colours or the characteristics of something that's been sitting for a while, as deep ambers or stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's something new. It's. It I is... haven't tried many French French whiskies. I've only tried Amaric. That's well, the only whisky I've tried. That is that is Amaric. Oh wow! Really? So, yeah, that's that's Amaric. It is. So now oh, that said it, so. oh, awesome. What's the proof on it? What's the alcohol? Uh, 46. Nice. So it's just... Tell, um, us. Tell us what you think of it. How does it how, how, what's the aroma so you care? Straight off the bat, it's that iodine, peatedness. Um, it, it's 
I wouldn't think to be, well, I mean, I haven't had French before. As soon as I, I say French, I think cognac, thinking more sweet, flavoursome sort of stuff uh, along the lines of that. So um, I'll give it a shot. Give me a sec. Do you remember, yeah, do you guys, um, oh, Beck and Adrian, do you remember the armoric that um, the Whiskey Club had a few years ago? Yeah. That was, yes, that was like one of my... That's what I got into French, into, into yeah. it. I bought another yeah. two bottles from I don't know where. I think I, I, think I might have some of that still. I can't remember. I'll have to have a dig. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I, I reckon I've got, buddy, a couple of fingers left in the bottle, but it was my favourite whiskey from the Ooh, Whiskey yeah. Club for quite some time. Um, I really liked it. Like you said, Simon, it was really fresh. It was, um, it was quite uh, delicate, I'd say, um, but... Still had the really, a really decent flavour yeah. to it. I can't yeah. even remember what it was. Do you remember, Vic? I'd have to. It was. I remember yeah. because I went. I went and looked for it, and the one we had, I think he had the red, the red little banner on it, and I found the blue one, and I found another one somewhere. I still have a bottle which I kept at that time. I was actually buying one to keep, and the rest to drink. <laughs> And then, and then it cut down to two, one supposedly to keep and one to drink. But yeah, it's like like um, Adrian said before about the Glenfiddich. It's hit and miss. Some of them you you end up keeping a bottle and a half. Another one. For all, to for all the listeners at home, he, when he said that, he had, he had his tongue firmly stuck in his cheek because he <laughs> he was at one stage he was buying a box every every month from the whiskey club. So he would have had six of them for sure. Look, this was before COVID, and before COVID, I used to socialise a lot. And I used to go to friends' house, and I, of course, me being Victor, I always used to take a bottle or two with me, and I refused to bring the bottle back. So, not because the whiskey was bad; whiskey was always good. You don't share <laughs> shit with good friends. You know? But um, yeah, but um, Simon, Simon, just very quickly, very quickly, before you tell us the palate on that whiskey, you do have an online store of whiskey. yes do you want yeah, to tell yeah. our listeners about it yeah, Some good so deals there. it's uh the cigar and scotch co um if you google that you'll you'll find the website um it sort of primarily we, we try and support australian distillers that's a big big part of our um our whiskey and you know off the back of COVID, um i saw a massive emphasis for us to really support local um, and obviously the business name's called the Cigar and Scotch Co. But, you know, we don't make or manufacture any cigars here in Australia. So whiskey was pretty much the best thing that I could I could do. Um, and obviously there's some beautiful cigars on there, beautiful rare cigars, um, some well-aged cigars. I think me and Vic have had a conversation previously about some of the stuff that I've got on there um, by Fuente and some of the Opus X line and stuff like that. Um, and some really good men's grooming products. So anyone who's looking for uh, beard oils, face creams, um, shaving creams, balms, cutthroat razors, safety razors. Need every little bit to help me, mate. Like, trust me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There, it's just beard oil, not fucking magic potions, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Vanishing cream. <laughs> oh dear, that could be mistaken. Right, good stuff. The band is back. Good stuff, Simon. I, I actually, I 
Um, you sent us up a um, uh, a cigar uh, a while back now, I suppose. It's probably last year. Yeah. Um, and like, I partake in cigars occasionally, but very, very occasionally. Um, and I was actually going around to um, to someone's house here in Brisbane um, for a whiskey night, and it was a um, a Brook Gladdy night. And um, uh, one of the guys, I, I thought I'll, I'll take these cigars um, because I knew it was going to be outside, and and you know there might have been an opportunity to have them and and i was going to light them up if somebody else wanted to have one and it turned out that one of the guys there was a massive into into cigars um and he had brought a couple and um when i when i showed him the ones he he was blown away he said oh that's amazing they're, they're awesome cigars so um we ended up we ended up smoking them and um like everybody tried them and everybody loved them so yeah thanks for that it was really it was really cool um, and in fact, the guy he he wanted to know. I, I gave him the details, so I hope he um, he ended up touching base and jumping on your website and stuff. Um, but he was really keen to find somebody that could get him some decent cigars. So yeah, well, that's what go. we aim. We aim to try and get um, even the harder to find stuff. We don't want your mainstream. Like everyone can get mainstream stuff, but we we really try and specialize in that niche market. Again, even with the Aussie whiskey, the niche stuff, hard to find stuff, and you know, give people that you know good experience um of good quality products yeah oh well like i say he was blown away and he was pretty keen to touch base so yeah hopefully he ended up doing that um i might um i, I might jump into my whiskey so it's it's funny um we we're talking about ross blaney and glenn fiddick because i've got the other side of tonight i've got the other side of what um the big fella does, big Ross. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a Belvini, D Belvini, and it's a double wood, um, seventeen year old. Um, this you bastard. That's it's, one of my um, favourite whiskies of all times, Brad. Mate, that's a hey, cracker. That's mate, I, I, I guarantee you, yeah. I, it it is close to my, if not the fav, my favourite whiskey. It's um, it's just phenomenal, and not like I, you can see. Nobody at home can see it, but um, there's not a lot <laughs> mm. left there, right? You know, but it's, you know I'm not watching it's one tomorrow, of those bro. ones. And I'm <laughs> going to fucking Dan Murphy's to buy a whole box because after this podcast is released, okay. it's going to go up. That's the most underrated whisk in the world at the moment. Well, I can guarantee 100%. you're going to struggle, Vic, because it's discontinued, mate. Oh. You're fucking kidding. <laughs> no, no, no it's been discontinued How for a not while. Yeah. It's been discontinued for a while, um, and that's why I'm oh. saying that 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 there, like, while there's mm. well, what is there, like, half oh, a left in the bottle. It's um, well, if you see it, mate, buy me a bottle. Oh, I'm Seriously. gonna buy it. <laughs> um, now. I've I've been I've been uh, savoring that bottle. I reckon for four years. Um, because I just love it. It's just one of those ones where I just, you, you know, how you um you have whiskies that you um you don't you don't mind. You just go back to it and you drink it and you love it and it's great. And then you have those ones that are really special and you just think, you know what, tonight's a night. I'll I'll go with something else. Um, but that one there, I'll say for when I I really need something that I really enjoy. Um, that is one of them. Um, for me, and um. Holy cow! It's 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 just incredible. 
It's um, it's forty six percent. I think all Balvenie is. No, no, it's forty three. Sorry. Actually, it might be Balvenie that's all forty three percent. Balvenie and Glenfiddich, because I was just thinking that's what yours was, wasn't it, Adrian? Forty three. Mine was forty three. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Balvenie. Average price. Look, I'm just doing a quick search. Here's two hundred dollars. <throat> Excuse me, vintage sellers. Um, oh, it is. There is still some available. Yes. Dan, Mur Dan Murphy's two hundred dollars. Not after this stock. podcast. Thanks to you two. Yeah. Vintage vintage <laughs> sellers. Stop telling people where to get it. You're going to grab it tomorrow. This isn't going to be a release I'm for a week. Go, I'm going to go see how much of my life savings I've got available to it. Sure. <laughs> might have to go. Might have to go sell that Ute. That's probably one of the most under. Uh, that Ute's never gone anywhere. Mm. <laughs> um, Not Brad, you remember? You remember the first time you had that that Balvenie seventeen? Oh yeah, and it's quite a while ago. But um, oh, it's it's probably um, I wouldn't say it's the whiskey that got me into drinking whiskey, but um. It's probably one of those ones that, you know, kept you there. Yeah, you, you know mm. what I mean. Like there, there's, well, there's. This sounds really bad, but there's not a lot of whiskies where you just drink it and you know every time that you drink it that you're going to love it. Um, yes. You know they can they can change mm. and so on. You know your palate changes, but that one there in particular, I, I've just always loved it. So, um, I don't know. And considering, like I said, that bottle would be, I think I bought that bottle um, duty-free coming back from coming back from the States in, that would have been twenty early 2019. So, yeah, what's that, four years ago? So. I, th I think I might have had some of that bottle. Maybe. Oh, yeah, you would have. I, w I, w I would have yeah. given you some for sure. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, 43%. It's just, just phenomenal. I love it. Um, the the nose for me, it's just honey and and green apple. And like I like I'm not really good with um with tasting notes, but the and I hear people say green apple, and that's what I think of. I think of Belvini, seventeen year old, because that's that's just what jumps out at me on the nose. Um, and then. And then the palate is just, um, you know, like honey and and a bit of floral and um, vanilla and you know, just it's just really lovely. Just it, your, like your typical Balvenie notes, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not hot. It's not, you know, and neither it should be at forty three percent, of course. But um, you know, it's just really enjoyable dram. I reckon it's one of um, the most flavoursome whiskies at that low ABV, at that yeah. age. I don't think there's anything Absolutely. at that age that's Absolutely. so much flavour. Imagine if they had a car strength of it. Imagine what that would be like. 17. Wow. Jesus. That wouldn't be much. But, um, yeah, I'm sure Ross can help us out. Maybe. Maybe. He will know. He will know about it. I can't believe there's still some at Dan Murphy's. Is, is that what you said, Adrian? I, I'm going to Dan Murphy's. Uh, That's where look, I'm getting mine from. Down a bit, it's you might have to get stop. it from the warehouse. That was just a generic now. search. Yeah, that you was just a generic from the search on now. Google. That, okay. that, wasn't, that wasn't on the app. So. I'll have to have a look. Simon, has it opened up? How's the Frenchie? 
I was about to say, I have to have a look because I've got a bottle here of the 17, but I'm much like Vic. I won't open it until I make sure that I've got another one to replace it with. <laughs> <laughs> How's the French going? Has it up and up? It's, it's beautiful. It's, um, you know, it's funny. We were talking about pallets and how your palate changes. Um, six months ago, if you would have asked me to drink something like this, I wouldn't have been able to stomach it. But oh, my, really? my palate's developed over the last sort of year or so, where now I really thoroughly enjoy the peated whiskey. Like it just, and even to have like a peated cigar, or as we call them, KFCs, um, Kentucky Fire Cured Cigars, you pair them up with a whiskey like this, and just, yeah, you're in heaven. So it's, it's velvety, it's buttery on your tongue. The flavors are, are absolutely beautiful. Um, and the peatiness isn't overpowering. It's not too strong, but it's definitely present um, in the whole, the whole profile of the, the whiskey. So it is beautiful. So it's Very right nice. up Adrian and um, Brad's alley. Peated stuff. Absolutely. It's like I mean, we're getting there too, Vic, don't worry. You're getting there too. Oh, you, you've corrupted me to some extent, but you know, I'm. No, 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 no. I actually think my palate changed from from Adrian actually sending me a bunch of um, samples. We did a we did a trade yep. off a cup some time yep. ago. Mr. Corruption. And um, yep, corrupting everyone. My, my palate developed. Even from even there. send samples to America. Bourbon drinkers, people never tried Pete before. He goes, try these, try these. <laughs> Uh, yes, there is someone there, way. Yes, yes. Um, there was a bit of movement with that, actually. So hopefully it's cleared customs. So hopefully in the next couple of days they should get it and I'll uh, I'll give you some feedback with that. Talking about Pete. Awesome. Isn't the bit of the steel releasing something, I released something peated? Is that the last elevation peated or, or not? Is that the peated one? No. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I did get an email. I, I think he brought something that he had put some peat in there. No, that's he's got one coming. So uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I, we'll have to ask him when he comes on. But it's not this release. I know there is one coming. There is a peated, oh, okay. a peated bourbon there that's got my name written all over it, and that's all I'm going to say. Something interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. Sounds wow. awesome. Okay. Okay, well, thanks, thanks very much for joining us, Simon. We might, um, we might have to wrap it up there. We've, uh, we've probably gone um, a little bit over what we normally would like to do with a with a banter episode. But um, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Vic. Thank you, Adrian. Um, always a pleasure, guys. Um, yeah, we might wrap it up there. So uh, to everybody at home, enjoy the whiskey. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode of Banter, um, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.